I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which I create this compliance episode today. I would also like to pay my respects to the elders, past, present and emerging. I would also like to pay respect to the people that have passed down, deepened, enriched the compliance knowledge and wisdom I'm privileged to embody today and share throughout my work as a conscious career coach. Dearest you, I hope your Saturday is amazing. Um, for me, maybe I should be proud of myself or maybe I should just simply get a life. But I'm literally in the office working on a Saturday. Yeah, that's my weekend. And, I, and this is how I'm spending it. But um, it's okay. Um, to get things done, sometimes you got to do something um, outside of your... I don't know, um, comfort zone, but, um, anyhow, um, it is still an opportunity for me to sit down and record today's episode, um, while being in the office, and, um, well, I've got a, I've got a comment from somebody that, (laughs) one of my active listeners that said, hey, you've skipped an episode yesterday. I was like, yes, I did. Kind of feel guilty. <laughs> Hence why I'm um, picking up the microphone and I'm trying to um, do an episode for today and talk a little bit about a compliance um, program and basically how to build one and what a compliance program consists of in general and things you should know at a high level, more or less. So let's dive right in to the AML compliance program and what it is. It's basically several procedures and uh, regulations that should be followed by a financial institution. Um, and the aim and the goal is to prevent and expose any activities uh, similar to money laundering and terrorist financing, fraud, or any other financial crimes. It's usually an ongoing process. Um, It's not something you do once and you forget about. Um, Well, there's always um, updates and new legislations that get introduced. And um, we've briefly talked about in the past Bank Secrecy Act, for instance, and the USA Patriot Act and subsequent regulations. And as far as the EU is concerned, if we're not talking about the US here, um, we uh, we have a lot of, um, well, it's not a lot, of a few directives um, in the EU um, that target um, anti-money laundering um, laws and regulations. Um, as of today, we have AML uh, Directive 6, or the 6th AML Directive, but um, there are many laund- uh, there are many money laundering and red flags um, that should be considered seriously, and um, more awareness needs to be spread out about the issue in general. So, what should an AML program do, and what does it sort of like you know consist of in you know in a high level? 
So as we say, there are a number and many money laundering red flags that should be kept an eye on. Uh, typically, the role of an anti-money laundering compliance program is to make sure that any institution, um, whether you're a financial institution or you know um, another regulated institution, uh, if you're not you know a financial institution per se, could be a real estate agent, could be a lawyer, could be anything. Um, that has installed this program in their setup is able to expose any suspicious activity going on that might be related to fraud, money laundering, terrorist financing, tax evasion, and many others. And basically the the purpose of this program is to detect um, such activities and to report them to the designated authorities so that strict action can be taken. And if you've listened to the past episode, um, or one of the past episodes where we talked about the role and the importance of um, FinCEN, which is the US um, FIU, um, the focus of an AML compliance program should not only be on implementing such measures, but also on minimizing, minimizing the risks that customers and other clients are exposed to through that financial institution. So the responsibility of developing an AML compliance program belongs to the senior management of the respective financial institution usually. And this is because the sort of um, processes and regulations to be followed can only be implemented by the unique mindset of senior management so that they can meet all the necessary requirements easily. Although there are a number of factors that might affect the size and shape of um, a compliance program, the requirements um, is still to build it around the book of rules. Um, Some of these rules are um, risk, for instance, uh, internal controls, independent audits, AML training, and um, having a compliance officer to run the show. In terms of risk, um, talking about the pillars of an AML compliance program, um, we're not going to forget about the obvious performing a risk assessment. It's one of the first and most important steps that should be taken um, care of while building a compliance um, program. If you want to stay clear of red flag AML, then you must keep in mind the AML risks that uh, you may encounter while offering products and services to um, customers and other clients. And um, basically making sure that the AML risk management strategy um, being used secures your financial institution um, from all sorts of risks and it depends on the individual institution and how they take care of risk management to keep the program safe. One of the other um, rules, so to say, in the book of rules, um, we also have internal controls, which is another requirement for an AML compliance program um, that it must focus on internal systems and controls that are being used by an institution in order to detect financial crime and report it. These controls um, shall be displayed regularly so that the effectiveness of the compliance program can be measured um, according to the required standards. And then we also have um, independent audits. So if you want to uh, make the AMR compliance program effective, then you have to create a reliable 
um, independent audit function that would be um, testing your compliance program and that can either be in-house or um, outsourced function i.e. you can either have an independent audit internal uh, internally and you can also have an external um, audit third party um, organization to um, do this um, for you and uh, usually uh, you must also make sure that these tests are taking place at least every like in a year or a year and a half, 12 to um, 18 months, roughly. And then you also have an AML training. Um, obviously, all the employees of a, a financial institution uh, need to have the basic knowledge of the AML compliance program and the responsibility of implementing this compliance program lies on the shoulders of um, some specific employees who should be given elaborate AML training. Um, in this way, the AML compliance program can be run without any errors or um, mistakes. And <clears throat> obviously, that leads into the compliance officer. Um, so, as we've talked about in one of the episodes about the ML roles, the compliance officer is usually a step above. Um, and the duties of a compliance officer um, include implementing the policies of the AML compliance program in the financial institution. And they should have valid experience and authority and seniority when it comes to um, their um, expertise in the field and to the institution to make sure that they are capable of performing the duties effectively. And um, also their duties include communication with um, not only internal employees and um, the staff of the company they're serving, um, they also maintain an, uh, communication with the auditors, regulators, um, board of directors, senior management, and a lot more. So basically, these are high-level um, information of what an AML compliance program consists of. And it's not a task that can be handled by um, people that have just started um, compliance in general. It's usually lacking the people with relevant experience that set up these programs. So I hope you've learned something new um, out of this um, podcast. And um, I'll try to get out of um, home, enjoy a little bit of the daylight that is still left in on a Saturday. It's literally four right now. And I don't want to stay until it's dark outside to be able to go out and just get some fresh air and see life outside my screens. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, it was a pleasure as always to have you come in and listen. Um, great, even pleasure um, to have you um, listen to... Um, my podcast um, regularly and um, I wish you all a beautiful day and um, please don't do this um, to yourselves when you have a weekend (laughs) take advantage of the weekend and sleep and don't even think about work let work for Monday that's an advice I should give to myself first and foremost um, but I'm just teasing you Thank you and have a lovely, beautiful weekend ahead of you all. Thank you for visiting us for this episode of Compliance Careerist. 
Consider following us if you consider taking on development and professional opportunities to help you succeed consciously. And if you know someone who would benefit of listening to Compliance Careerist, please share it with them.